Good morning, friends out in podcast land. This is Heidi St. John. Today is Monday, April 17th, and today I've got my sweet man on the podcast with me. We're going to spend the next, hopefully, couple of episodes answering a question that we get a lot. What is it like to work together? So you want to think you want to have a full-time job working with your spouse? Listen in. We think you're going to be encouraged, maybe a little horrified, but hopefully encouraged. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. So we've been traveling around the country and uh, speaking. We just finished last week speaking for the Midwest Parent Educators, which was awesome. And we're going to be leaving on Wednesday morning to head to Albuquerque, New Mexico, where I will be keynoting the Cape Convention this year. And I'm excited about that. Right after that is Fearless Texas, where uh, that's my women's event. If you have not registered for that, check it out, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events and get registered. I'm going to be at Katy, Texas. I'm going to be in Katy, Texas, and I think you're going to be really encouraged. And the weekend after that, I will be in Ontario, Canada, flying in and out of Ottawa. So excited about the OCHEC conference. Um, But more than anything else, I'm excited because my sweet man is on the podcast with me. Hey, baby. Hey, good to be here. You're always here. Well, yeah, you know, but I'm quiet over here. <laughs> so we we've been talking about uh, you know working through the podcast and what you know. There's a lot of work that goes into the podcast because we do this three days a week, and it's you know it's oh so it feels daily, even though it's every other daily because we have so many other things to do, and we travel. This is our travel season, and we get asked a lot. I mean, I think every convention that we're at, people say, "Man, what's it like to work together?" Yeah, and people are asking, how do you do it? And we often say, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> because there's so many things to get done. There's so many in things. so many areas of what we do, it seems, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's important. So what we thought we'd do today, because um, we thought it would be kind of fun, a sort of a change of pace from talking about current events and the things that I normally address in the podcast, is to kind of give you guys a little history of how we came to work together and what it looks like on kind of a daily basis over here. So for those of you who aren't familiar with our family, Jay and I have been married for going on, it'll be 28 years this fall. Holy moly. Woohoo. That means we've been together like 30 years for a long time. Not long enough. (laughs) That was the right answer. Okay, so we've been together for a long time. We have seven children. They range in age from six to 25, two grandsons. And we have a busy life. And we always have. We've lived kind of a, we've always been in ministry. Jay and I met while... Uh, we were both no, I wasn't a student. You love to tell this story. <laughs> you were a student at Multnomah School of the Bible. Yeah, when we first met in Portland. That's right. I was a student at Multnomah, mm-hmm. and Heidi was a lowly, a lowly senior, senior in high in school. High school. Mm-hmm. And she was working uh, with the junior high kids, and I was and I was doing worship and helping with um, the high school. So yeah, I I thought she was pretty cute, but you know, <laughs> I was. She, you know, I was in college and she was still in high school, so it was a little bit of a... Well, we can't have that. That's those, that. those two years, you know, that was a big That's deal. That's right, a big deal. Actually, we talk about this a lot. We're glad we didn't start dating when I was oh, in high sure. school. I yeah. think that trouble would have been... Yeah. Trouble would have been afoot. Yeah, <laughs> it right. was good that we didn't start dating until but after that. we were that. both doing ministry type things mm-hmm. from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Heidi went to Multnomah too, and we mm-hmm. got married and continued we, in ministry and worked at that Central Bible Church for... Long time. For quite a while as yeah. well. And did, I mean, I was a worship pastor there. You 
helped with worship team. You wrote the worship team word when we did the musical productions. That's you right. would help with you know the things we did. We literally were a team working uh, on that side of things. Have always been. I think. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Is you and I have always been a team, and I think that's kind of where we want to go with with what we're talking about today because we have always had a sense of shared mission. Like even when uh, we weren't doing what we're doing now, whatever we were doing, we're trying to figure out how can we do it together, right? And how can we, you know, how can we work as a team? Because we've always believed and still do that God brings you together for a purpose, you know. So we, you come together as a husband and wife to do something that you couldn't do if That's you right. weren't if you weren't a married couple. You're kind of a dynamic duo for the kingdom. That's right, and I think that God uniquely puts us together to do those kinds of things. And honestly, I think that's, I think in every part of our lives, God is always asking us to step beyond where our comfort zone is. And I mm-hmm. think that's happened as well in our in our oh, marriage yeah. and what we've done together. Mm-hmm. Because I look at where we are now and I think, you know, man, 10, 15, 20 years ago, I would have said you were crazy to say we were would be doing it like we're yeah. doing it now. But now that we're doing it, I see, wow, God really prepared us for this and brought us together and equipped us to do what we're doing now. And so we challenge couples all the time you know, just tell God, I'll do whatever you want. You, you know, we want to do what you want done in our lives and use the giftings we have individually and as a couple for the kingdom. And I mean, I'm not saying God always will because maybe God has you doing things separately, but I do think that God quite often has things for us as couples that we could really benefit from and then the kingdom of God would be blessed by. Yeah. And not everybody can work together. I think it's well, important to say that, you know, that's true. I actually have really good friends of mine who've been you know, how in the world do you work with your husband? Uh, because the secret of my marriage is that my husband and I don't work together. <laughs> like that We don't see each other, you know, during the day. He kind of does his thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. He does his thing and you do yours. And I think not everybody, not everybody can do what we do. Not everybody can, I, it just wouldn't work. And honestly, babe, I mean, let's be honest, right? When you first came home from work, when you first started working from home, I mean, this was the progression to where we are now. It was a massive adjustment. Right. I mean, we've been married for, I think, what, 15 years at that point. And uh, we were used to, you know, I homeschooled the kids during the day. You went to the office. And when you came home from work, you know, for as far as the kids were concerned, every day was, it was Christmas. It was Christmas vacation because you were home. Yeah. And we had to really kind of get into a routine that, uh, that worked for us. And those were kind of, those were, I think, um, some challenging years. I mean, there were, I'm sure moments when you were like, what in the world? I want to be here all, you know, all day long. And we had to sort of figure out our roles and who was doing what. And, uh, you know, in order to do what we're doing now, we had to really learn how to become a team in every sense of the word, rather than just, I did my thing and I was the crock pot queen and the, you know, the, the curriculum girl and the one who, made sure that the house stayed clean. Now all of a sudden we are working together all the time and you have to learn how to work together and that it can be, it can be sticky. It really is hard. You have to look at, you know, there's a lot of, you know, surrendering yourself and what you want because you realize you you see the bigger picture. I will also say too, we've quit a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Every Thursday. (laughs) We quit every Thursday. I mean, I can think back, especially in the beginning when we were just like, this is never going to work. I remember, you know, we've talked a lot about this financially, you know, Mm -hmm. just like, we're never going to make it, you Mm -hmm. know, so this is, this is stupid. Mm -hmm. And we still sometimes feel that way. We still feel that way sometimes too. (laughs) It's hard. And I think, you know, it's not, and which is why we're doing this as a podcast. I think it's important for people to, uh, to understand that there has to be a call on your life for it. There have, you got to, so we're going to basically go through, I think five things or something like that, that we wrote down as we've been talking about what has made 
um, our partnership in working together. Not, I'm not just talking about marriage, but this, you know, when you work together full time as a couple, it's a whole different dynamic. You're bringing a completely different dynamic into your marriage and into your home. And for us, even though it's been difficult, totally awesome. Wouldn't, wouldn't trade it for anything. And people often ask how we got into it. So we thought it'd be interesting to sort of tell you how we got into it, which we sort of stumbled into it. I wouldn't say that we set out, you know, we never said, hey, at some point we want to be entrepreneurs and we want to work together, but we both have very much of an entrepreneur-ish bent. Yeah, Uh, that's true. We're very, I think, um, we always come up with new ideas. Jane are kind of pioneers, both of us. Oh, I thought you were going to say dreamers. We are too, but I think pioneers and dreamers, we just, we're kind of, um, we're not bench sitters. Like, I don't think either one of us, we went to Bible college for crying out loud to go into leadership, to be, you know, knowing that God had that sort of particular call in both of our lives. And so when you get two people who are dreamers together and two people who are pioneers together, there can be some fireworks. Good and bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just want to talk about the good fireworks. Well, I choose to focus on the parts <laughs> I want to focus on. <laughs> okay. That's another podcast anyway. That's actually point number six, which we're not going to get to uh, today. Maybe we'll get to it on Friday, which is really good sex. You got to have really good sex if you're going to work together with your spouse. That's right. right. And those are the podcasts. Wasn't that the first one? Too. That was the first one that you wanted to put on the list. And I was like, well, let's not have that not be the first. It usually is the first. Okay. <laughs> so we've prayed and labored over these points for for years and years. Okay. Maybe just the last 10 minutes. But um, I do think these are pretty good. So the first one, I think, we think that, that you should, um, the first point that you should consider. And wanting to considering working together as a couple is to be clear eyed about what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. And I think what, right. I think what that means is, at least what I think it means, is going, okay, God, op- I'm opening my hands, my heart, you know, my life, everything about us. We're just laying before you. What do you want to do with it? Because I don't think anyone ever knows completely what it's going to be like. And when you're following God, you just don't know what's going to be down the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the Israelites, for goodness sake. They were like all excited to leave leave Egypt thinking, yes, we're going to have our own country. And they spent forever out wandering around the desert and having to well, cross Well, because God Red kept sea trying to teach them a lesson that they wouldn't learn. My point exactly. Yes. Learn the lesson sooner rather than later. Is that the point? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important if you know, because it might not be what you expect, right? I think the Israelites That's left right. Egypt and they thought, oh, great, you know, we're going to, we're going to take it like a hike, you know, like a hike to Multnomah Falls and set up a camp and it's going to be great. And it turned out it's stinking hard, it's very hard. right? Pharaoh's still chasing him, still trying to kill him. You know, th- th- it, God gives him manna for a long time. Like the f- their food rained from the sky. You know, interesting things happened to the Israelites, but it wasn't what they expected. It wasn't what they expected. And I think, I do not think that a single thing about Jay and I working together has been what we thought it was going to be. Right. I think we thought it was going to be easier for one thing. Yeah, I thought we'd be a whole lot richer. <laughs> Well, I think we thought it was going to be easier. We thought it was going to be easier to make a living at it. And it turns out it's really hard. Nobody, you know, someone said to my daughter at a conference that we were at recently, you know, oh, wow, just look at the, you know, what she thought was an outward success. But she didn't see the hours and the tears and the labor and the really laboring before the Lord in prayer and questioning at some points if this was even what we're supposed to be doing because it was hard. But like you're always saying, uh, 
there's nothing that's worth doing in this life that's ever easy. And so even though it may not be what you expect it to be, you can expect it's going to be difficult, but it will also be worth it. It's kind of like raising raising children. If God's called you to it, he's going to equip you for it. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but it definitely means it's going to be worth it. And sometimes it's just a sheer act of obedience not to quit. That's right. And I think that's why I'm saying I, you just have to be open-hearted and open-handed to God and say, God, okay, we see you leading us in this direction, and we're going to take this step of faith and it's going to be you. And if you shut the door, you know, we'll go back because I'm scared to death, you mm-hmm. know. And that's, you know, honestly, that's every step we've made. We've felt that, you know, mm-hmm. well, if this blows up, I mean, I'll be embarrassed and we may be broke, but, you know, mm-hmm. at least I can go back, which is what the Israelites said too. Isn't that terrible? But but the thing that's really cool about <laughs> it is then, Egypt. but whenever we're in the middle of it, we could always say, look, we saw God leading us to this. Remember this thing. Remember that mm-hmm. thing. Remember what God was doing. And I pray for those things all the time. God, sh- give us Ebenezer's is what, you know, they're, they're called. They're, they're stones of remembrance to remember um, the road that you come down so you can look back and see those and go, oh yeah, that's right. God did that. Oh yeah, that's how we got here. Because those will encourage you and help you to be able to stay the course and keep going on. But I, um, but that first point, just be clear eyed about what you're getting into because it, like we said, it, it probably won't look like you think it will look once you get down no, the road. No, and I think piece. you can expect, I would say, um, there have been unexpected joys that we've had along the way, just things that we were like, that was amazing. Things that our kids have been able to see, and sometimes our kids will remind us when we're struggling or we're thinking, you know, um, like especially now, like right now is our busy season, which makes the podcast a little bit more difficult because we're traveling so much. And I, there have been many times that our kids have reminded us, man, mom and dad, do you remember that what how God answered this prayer and how he did that? And you're going to get an opportunity, I think, working together as a husband and wife to see the Lord show up in miraculous ways in your marriage, to see him uh, provide. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more, um, a little bit farther down the list, but to see the Lord provide in amazing, miraculous ways because he's the one who called you to it. And I think when you when you start going, this isn't what I signed up for. I think when you're in over your head, you're right where God wants you, you know, because if we didn't have to lean on him, if we didn't have to trust him, if we didn't know that we know that we know that God said, do this and then trust him even when it's difficult and keep going even when it's hard. And sometimes you got to change course, right? And there've been a couple of times that painful things I can yeah. think of that you and I, we've tried something and didn't work and we had to to change course, sometimes change course even midstream. But all of those things have taught us uh, how to listen, I think, even a little bit more carefully um, and uh, on purpose for the voice of the Lord. And that's been, uh, that's those are the things that really, at the end of the day, keep you going when you feel like, I just want to quit. That's right. So we have several more things we want to, several more tips that we want to give you, but we're out of time for today. So we're going to, uh, I'm going to wrap this up right now. And uh, I want, before I go, I want to remind you guys, I remember I told you I'm going to be doing uh, Fearless, my women's conference in uh, Katy, Texas. That is just coming up. That's the 28th and 29th of April. You can register for that right now. And ding, 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 we have opened registration for Fearless Northeast, which is in New Jersey. So just about an hour and a half south of Poughkeepsie, sort of um, not too far from where we had planted originally in New York. Um, We are going to be at... um, we are going to be in New Jersey for Fearless Northeast. I hope that you'll join us. Registration just opened for that one. So uh, bring a friend, come on out, plan to get encouraged. And uh, if you guys are on the road, come and say hello to us. Jay and I are getting 
a huge kick out of meeting a ton of you on the road as we're speaking. And so that's encouraging to us. We are going to be in just a couple of days in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So if you're anywhere in the area and you want to come on out to that, you can find out more about that. I'll link back to the show notes today, but you can also go to CAPE, C-A-P-E of New Mexico and just Google it and you can find out all about the information for that event. So hope you guys are having a great Monday. Don't forget to kiss your spouse. That's uh, that's the first thing we do, right? Every that's day. Right. You want to make it great? You want to make your Monday great? Give your spouse a kiss. Start out with a kiss. Start out with a kiss. All right, you guys. Have a great Monday. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.